the Atlassian Ecosystem Podcast. This week, it's a boatload of updates from Atlassian, and we've got some cool news to share from Adaptivist. So I'm Ryan Spilkin, and I'm joined today by Matthew Stubblefield and Brenda Burrell, who was away last edition defending Westeros from the White Walkers. Welcome back, Brenda. Hi, Matthew. Good to be here. Nice to see you, Ryan. A pleasure, as always. So guys, let's just get right to it. Atlassian unloaded the updates on us last week, and we would like to share all of the goodness with you, our listeners. So much goodness. I think for the last three podcasts, we've said, Jira Software 8, Jira, Jira 8, it's coming. It's coming soon. We don't know when, but we, we're hearing the rumbles. And boom, the Thunder has arrived. It, it's pretty exciting. There's a long list of a performance and quality of life improvements here. Brenda, what gets you most excited at first glance? Because we're we're going to include a link to the release notes, of course, but there's a few things that catch my eye for sure. Brenda? Massive performance improvements for me. That's the big one. Um, just they, they've actually put in some numbers around what the uh, comparison between JIRA 8.0 and JIRA 7.13. Viewing boards improved by 62%. Viewing backlogs improved by 87%. Searching with JQL, 33%. Browsing boards, 16%. Significant improvements when testing typical actions. I, those numbers just, they bring me joy. Those are, it's just a beautiful thing to see those kinds of performance improvements. I'm, I'm interested to see what that will translate to in real life. Um, so you, but that that's the first thing that jumped out at me was, oh, that's fast. One of the ones that I wasn't aware of, uh, dropping linked pages count to boost performance. And they write, this change does wonders to Jira performance. I didn't know that was impacting uh, my Jira software backlogs. Uh, so they talk about significant backlogs of faster. My backlog is significantly more than their list of, of a significant backlog. And they all have a bunch of linked issues. Uh, and every other week in sprint planning, I'm cursing Jira software, waiting for it to load and waiting to reorganize. It's apparently going to load a lot better now. That's really nice. Re-indexing much faster. Um, they're saying 71% faster re-indexing, smaller, easier to maintain indexes, um, size shrunk by 48%, um, less need to re-index often, just general stability. Um, yeah, those, those are things that just... Yeah. You know, all these statistics are great, but I've always heard that like at least 48% of statistics are made up on the spot. They do have some quantitative stuff in there and of, you know, what size of backlogs they tested against. And testing is never the same as real life, but, and it depends on your, your server resources, right? All that said, we're very excited about it. We do offer the caveat. We, we don't typically recommend upgrading to a, to a, a point zero major release. Um, let, let's people test it out. 8.1 is probably what you want to hold off for and wait to at least 8.0 point something, whether that's two or three or five. Yeah. Well, or potentially the enterprise release. It's a good point, yeah. Ryan. Um, but, uh, but yeah, don't, 
you know, but 8.0, it's very exciting. Um, really nice improvements in Jira here. I'm excited about the email batching because it drives me nuts to get, you know, just to watch my inbox climb while people are using Jira. Give me one batched email with everything I need to look at. Let's call it a day. Now, there is one thing that I think we should we should mention here, and that is the mobile app. Part of me says, awesome. This means I can like, you know, go out anywhere and work from anywhere. But that also says to me, I can go out anywhere <laughs> and work anywhere. We'll see how it looks. So, I mean, they've been talking about the mobile app for years. This is, you know, the mobile app is dead. Long live the mobile app. This is the latest version of, of Jira for mobile. Um, well, I have noticed that their competition takes aim at them in that category. Like there's one uh, competitor to Atlassian for uh, project management software that says in their commercials, and we've got a mobile app that really works because it's 2019, you know, that kind of thing. Right. So yeah. this is an area that they're not going to, to, to seed any ground in or they don't want to at least. They've been investing a lot. It's especially nice to see it on both iOS and Android. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll give it a whirl. I think that's probably, uh, let's come back and talk about that. Let's give it a whirl and, uh, we'll have to set up a test server with eight and yeah, get some idea. mobile stuff going. Maybe not next podcast, but certainly, certainly, certainly at soon. Some, yeah. <laughs> eventually maybe. And the hits just keep coming. Not only is Jira software now on version eight service desk 4.0. It's all about that performance. Um, so Upgrades to search performance, uh, queue performance. The big question for me, service desk at scale, I've run into issues with SLA corruption and other, other problems as it scales up. My, my hope is that in addition to addressing performance, um, we'll see some stability improvements. They don't explicitly call that, but I think, I think that's probably part of this, um, particularly when we see the upgrading jQuery and everything else. It's really nice to see this investment service desk. Um, and the improvements there. Several several of the stories that were resolved in version 4.0 are related to SLA behavior. So mm -hmm. very possible. Yeah, it's it's really encouraging. I know our service desk customers are going to be really happy to see that. Again, 4.0.0, probably not where you want to be, but you know, your mileage may vary. And who's not pumped up for the new customer portal experience? It's lovely. So these changes, of course, are all for server and data center installations. Um, and as we know, the cloud and server data center modalities don't necessarily follow the same path. Um, so let's talk a little bit about cloud. Sure. Ryan, did you have anything to talk about on cloud? No, nothing's really happening over there still. It's still oh. a nice, it's nice and quiet. They've actually really toned down the launches in the past in the past three or four editions of the podcast, we've seen things really slow down. I mean, it's possible they're publishing updates in a whole new location we haven't managed to find yet. They might be keeping them secret. Do you know that that update page? Email us at learn at adaptivist. <laughs> we had like three or four that we were looking at, and it's it's just it's it's definitely slowed down. But I think it's more likely that they've been dedicating resources to server and data center. Update. It looks a good hypothesis. Yeah. yeah, could very well be. The new release parade continues with Bitbucket Server 6.0. I'll be honest with you. I recognize some of the words here, but it's going to be one of those things where you're going to have to really understand what you're doing 
And uh, of course, we'll include a link to the release notes so that you can check it out. But Java 11 sounds nice. Yeah. So as a reminder for our viewers at home, one of our one of our goals for this podcast, and yes, I, I know you can't actually see us, uh, but uh, we we want to read the Elastian News so you don't have to tell you a little bit about it. Um, but Ryan and I and are, are not programmers. Brenda, actually, she can do programming. She is much smarter than us. Uh, we can just read the words and usually pronounce them correctly. Mm. So, for instance, there's a new way to add storage to Bitbucket Data Center. And if you would like to learn more about this new way, check out the SoundCloud description notes. Uh, <laughs> AJP connector support. That's a heading on this page. Uh, it's very exciting. I'm glad that it's there. Along with support for uh, newer versions of Git, Postgres, uh, Elasticsearch 6.5. Um, the real big thing, though, that we always like to highlight is where things break. Um, so uh, as this major version release 6.0, there are some backwards incompatible changes. Uh, removal of uh, legacy repository hooks API, removal of direct access to repos on disk. So um, check out those release notes if either of those situations apply to you or really just before you upgrade, presumably not to Bitbucket Server 6.0, presumably to 6.1 or something like that. But uh, definitely always check the release notes, check the upgrade notes before you upgrade. And uh, we'll link those here. That was some fine reading of words and pronunciation. Well done. You can tell my fancy college education prepared me well. Yes, indeed. And while we're reading words, let's read a few words about Bamboo 6.8, because that is also brand new. They just, they just dumped everything. It was like, happy Valentine's Day. We love you, mm. customers. Have. You know, have. It's, just gifts. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Um, some, some girls get flowers. Some girls get um, updates to all their Alassian tools. Um, so one of the big things is the look and feel. Um, they're using the new Atlassian design guidelines for Bamboo Server. Um, so you'll see updates to colors, typography, icons, et cetera. Um, again, we've got some performance improvement. They don't appear to have gone through and done the, the detailed quanti quantification that they've done with Jira. Um, but that's okay. They, they are going through and speeding things up. Um, they have completely re-implemented when you delete plans where other entities are triggered by them, so that deletion should be smooth and fast. Um, edit deployments page, more responsive. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of nice little features, just improving performance. Um, looks like a, a pretty solid release. Can we talk about the final stage bit like a, a video game? Like, finish him. <laughs> Is that how it. that works? It's... It kills your plan. Finish the stage. <laughs> it's for, for the completionist in you. Yes, if you um, like to tick the boxes off. If so, you need every achievement. Yes, yes. In Bamboo, you can create plans um, that have different stages within the plans. And some of those plans might complete successfully. Some might not. Final stages are a type of stage that are going to be executed whether or not the preceding stages were successful or not. Um, so if you're, if you're working through a build, um, you could use a final stage to collect data or run some cleanup tasks. Um, and these are things that will always run regardless of the outcome of the build. So um, it's uh, highly anticipated. It's certainly going to be useful for those of you that are building bamboo plans, uh, those of you that are deployment engineers. Um, I think that's going to make you pretty happy. So it has nothing and to do with the rest combat. of us. Yeah. It's we can totally make video game references. 
<laughs> Perfect. But the hits keep coming. We're not done. No. Yeah, no, shockingly enough. They're, this they one surprised everything. me. Fisheye and Crucible have had some love. Happy Valentine's Day, Fisheye Crucible. You get updates. You get the uh, same update, mind you. Same updates. Same updates. Um, and, and these are more things that, that even I, in my advanced programming knowledge, am just going to read some words. Um, but they've upgraded or they've allowed a lot of uh, support for new platforms, um, updated versions of Git, Postgres, Oracle. Um, just seeing an update to, to Fisheye Crucible makes me happy because they're, they're so few and far between. And, and while they're not glamorous tools, they are in use. And so to see them getting a little bit of love um, along with every other server version of the tools, um, I just, it warms the heart. They're, they weren't left out. Um, one thing that we have overlooked in all of these is the fact that uh, now all of the Atlassian software is going to support the four-byte encoding. So that means emoticons won't ruin your day anymore. That's beautiful. And I mean, they, is, they might. They, they might, might still ruin your day. Well, but yes. I'm, I'm hoping I can get some party wizard action in Jira. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another thing we didn't highlight, but you can see this in the summary of um, of each of these release notes pages. So down at the bottom of all their pages, they've got a list of tickets um, that are closed out for that. And I'm just looking back through um, some of these. Actually, as I, as I look, I'm not seeing it for all of them. But particularly for FetCrew... Um, well, interestingly, particularly for Fisheye, not for Crucible, I'm suspicious of that, given that the rest of the release those pages are identical, like legit identical, except for changing the word Fisheye to Crucible. On the Fisheye page, deprecate support for Oracle 11G, deprecate support for MySQL 5.5, deprecate support for Postgres 9.2. Um, there were some deprecations there, um, so you, you would need to do some database upgrades. Oracle 11G in particular hits me hard. That was the second version of Oracle that I ever worked with, which is probably starting to date me a little bit. Uh, I think I started on 10. Um, and there are probably people listening going, oh, Oracle 10, <laughs> Oracle you young 10. whippersnapper. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, deprecation for 32-bit Windows installer. Who knew there was still a 32-bit Windows installer in this day and age? But uh, always be sure to check out that list of issues at the bottom of the release notes pages. Uh, even just reading the summaries of those can be really helpful and help you avoid some bad times in your upgrade futures. Lastly, on our... Not, not leastly. Not leastly. Very, very, very much not leastly. On our cavalcade of updates, Team Calendars. It got oh a little God. bit of love. Team Calendars is an interesting story. It's, it's um, you know, version 6.0 came out and we were really excited about that last year. Like, I remember being on a podcast where I was like, oh, we yeah. did talk about it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And then it got yeah. old, and we just sort of were like, well, okay. Turns out that they they started releasing dot releases that also got pulled after that, and it wasn't uh -huh. linked on the main page, so that's a little weird. And then we you know, found that last week, after Valentine's Day, because, of course, t everyone forgets about team calendars, Team mm -hmm. Calendars 2 got a, a point update. It's now 6.0.27. 20, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. 27. 27, yeah. yep. Yeah, and it's funny. On the main page, you click read the full release notes and it takes you a page that says, this version's been pulled. Uh, you, can't, you can't get it anymore. Um, yeah, it's oh, version 6.0. We now support CalDAV. Hooray! 
Welcome, welcome to the world of tomorrow, 2003. Um, so yeah, 6027, not that exciting, but we do want to remind you all that Team Calendars does still exist. Uh, and, and that's about it. Uh, that's, I mean, sadly, so I like Team Calendars. Uh, I thought it was helpful for my team. Unfortunately, my team did not find it as helpful. We've stopped using it, uh, which, I mean, it makes my life slightly more difficult and makes all of their lives a lot easier, as it turns out. So that was a sacrifice I was willing to make. Hey, made it take one for the team, Matthew. Good, good, yeah. good, good leadership there. You know, uh-huh. I will say, though, if you're listening to this podcast and you are friends with someone on the team calendars team, <laughs> can you tell them to lock it up? Cause I would really like that functionality to be robust. I think it's a great tool. Which, which functionality, Ryan, the, what are you the, looking for? I'm sorry. I should rephrase that. Just what do you need for Valentine's day, 2020? I need team calendars to be like fully functioning and rocking and rolling. Like I want to see faster be- performance. I would like to see Caldav be like a quicker turnaround. Like mm-hmm. it took, even when we, we were, you know, the turnaround between it and my Google calendar was the synchronization. Synchronization real slow. is a cumber, cumbersome. And then Jira data would be a little funky too. And it would be, mm-hmm. it kind of wouldn't, I want it all to pull together. So 2020 Valentine's day Atlassian, send me team calendars, whatever version. I mean, my, my team calendar wish list. I want to see the Atlassian suite actually work together. Right. The, so like, I want to. I want to be able to uh, um, have my team. I want to be able to build a team in Atlassian, and that's my Jira portfolio team, and my Jira software team, and the team on Team Calendars, and for all these things to talk to each other. And when I put in a holiday in Team Calendar, maybe that becomes a a holiday that becomes an absence on uh, on Jira portfolio, and. Uh, I mean, I, or vice versa. Like, I want these things to talk to each other. I, I want the suite to actually work as a suite. You are actually, you're actually really explaining what I was going for much clearer there, much more lucid. I want it to work. I want dates to be dates <laughs> to be dates. That's it. If it's uh-huh. a date in an Atlassian tool that is connected to each other, it should be consistent on the Confluence page, on the whatever. It mm-hmm. should all be tied together through Team Ca- I mean, it just makes sense to me. Time and date. Harumph. Rump, 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 rump. <laughs> Back in my day. But speaking of things that are awesome, we do have a, a wee little announcement um, that we'd like to share with you all. Yeah, we have some great news. On February 20th, uh, Adaptivist was awarded a spot on the prestigious Sunday Times list of 100 best small companies to work for. And that's pretty cool. This is the second year in a row for Adaptivist. And I mean, speaking of somebody, I've been here for... Over four years, almost four and a half. Um, it's the greatest. So to Simon, our CEO, to all the members of our executive team, to all of my teammates, to you, Ryan and Brenda, thank you so much. You guys, you make this company awesome. And we love working here. And to all of our customers listening, we love working with you. Uh, it's what makes this place great. And to Atlassian for giving us what we get to do. We get to work with your stuff. And all of you are really cool too. We've enjoyed meeting all of you and, and spending time with you. It's all, it's just, it's lovely. Yeah. It's great. We love what we do and we love you all. And uh, we're, we're just so honored uh, to be recognized in this way. So thank you. And if you want to come work for a two year in a row winner of the hundred best companies, 
head over to joinadaptivist.com. All right, so we had a whole lot of updates. That was fun, guys. Thank you for listening to this edition of Adaptivist Live. Make sure that you uh, share this a link to this podcast with anyone who you might think would enjoy it. Put it on your social media. Why not? And while you're on social media, be sure to connect with us at Adaptivist. So for Matthew Stubblefield and Brenda Burrell, I'm Ryan Spilkin, and we'll see you next time on Adaptivist Live. Okay, well, I'll let me... Actually, just... Ryan has perfected time travel. Uh-huh. He put the date in the team counter and it rewrote reality. Oh.